Hello and welcome to Blades Pod. It is Tuesday, the 11th of October. My name is Ben. On the line is Andrew. How are you today, mate? I'm not too bad, mate. How are you? Um not too bad myself a little bit a little bit croaky a little bit short of air at the moment so uh yeah apologies mm. if i uh, start rasping into the microphone but we will uh, we will do our best um well sheffield united we're top of the league <laughs> you'll <laughs> never knock us off the top of that table despite <laughs> only one point from uh, from our last three games now before we get onto this stoke game i want to play a game First person mm. to say the word injury or injured or injures or whatever loses. You've already lost. Said it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put a warning for any smart Alex, but you uh, you beat me to it. First person to say the word injury on this podcast loses. Uh, synonyms are very acceptable, but I'm sick of talking about them. So let's try and at least use some different words because it's yeah. it's not like we can't talk about them uh, given what went down yet again in this game. Um, so Stoke, we lose three one. Phil Jagielka sticks the knife in by uh, setting up one and scoring another, and uh, Rory's son Liam makes it three one right at the death. Ryan Brewster does get his first goal of the season for us in a, uh, a small bright spot. Um, but just to sort of start with the team selection, I I kind of think we we might have got what you and I half wanted, which was a no risk team selection. Uh, which sort of minimised our chances of winning this game, I think. But I suppose at least we didn't risk anyone who, uh, well, would have been a risk, I suppose. Was that how you saw it? Yeah, I put a tweet out just before the start of the game saying, when we lose this game, you know, let's not go mad. Look at the team, look at the bench in particular. Um, I think our very... Well, I can't say you're positive you're going to lose, can you? <laughs> you're going to lose, but yeah, and people go, "What do you mean when?" I'm like, "When you know it's going to happen." <laughs> and um, to be honest, I thought the first the first half was a really really good game. Um, mm. I, th- I thought it were end to end, it were sloppy from both sides. I think we we're unlucky with everything that's happening with the players out, um, but. At the same time, I think we might have been a little bit lucky that we played Stoke and not one of the better sides because I didn't think they were great at all, to be honest. Yeah. And I think uh, a better side would have taken that team apart, mm. maybe even five or six. Um, but we seem to have got through it despite a scare from John Egan without mm. any more casualties. So and I, that was the most important thing. As soon as I saw the team or what the team were going to be, and I looked, the bench in particular, because there were no one there to change it. They were only really Billy Sharp because Osborne's quite clearly not fit. Um, he, yeah. he, you know, he just did as a job. Um, there's only Billy Sharp on that bench. If you look at him, think, well, maybe he could do something. And I think with everyone else, we are a walking wounded. And I'm sure we'd have wanted to rest people like Norton Davis by now this week. Or Doyle is quite evidently not fit enough yet to play three games in a week. That's why he's only been playing sixty minutes. But there's no one to to swap it with, so I did get my what I thought might happen is that we'd be pretty even until the last half an hour, and then we had nothing to change, and they did have things to change, and not surprised by the loss, not too disappointed really, to be honest, with the loss. I think for me, we just draw a line in the over the last three games as the farce that it's been, <laughs> everyone out, and just start your season again on Saturday. I think that's a, that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, uh, I, I mean that's a that's a nice way to look at it, isn't it? <laughs> you know. Uh, but I, like you, I um, yeah, I was pretty uh, 
pretty emotionally detached from this game mm. from pretty much from half time I think we'll get on to the second half shortly but uh, I, I thought the third goal was a bit uh, maybe a little bit harsh on the balance of the game but mm. the overall outcome was a bit of a shrug for me I mean it was a, a real like well what do you expect look at look yeah. at the team we put out so the team that we did put out uh, it is a back four it's got Kyron Gordon at right back <laughs> uh, it's got McAtee starting on the left of midfield uh, it's got Njai playing as a number 10. He wasn't as involved. It's got Kadra up top, who I thought was really poor. Brewster, was, yeah. full disclosure, I was uh, I was in the process of looking up the starting 11 uh, as Brewster scored to check that he was actually <laughs> playing and I'd not missed it. Yeah. Uh, or I'd not misread it because I really hadn't noticed him. Um, yeah, so, and as you said, the bench, you got Sharp, you've got Osborne, who's, who's coming back from a long layoff. Uh, R Blaster, you know, only made his. Um, this is only his second appearance in the league for us. Andre Brooks hasn't played yet. Jebison, you know, is still kind of learning at this level. Mm-hmm. And seventeen-year-old uh, Sai Sashnev makes his uh, makes his debut as well in the second half. And yeah, so I, I really was like, you know, just let's just not get embarrassed, basically, and, and unleash the children in the second half. <laughs> and see, you yeah, know, see what I they can do. We ended up all that game had four players on the pitch for us who in normal circumstances would be absolutely wouldn't even be on the bench this season if we had if we had everyone not even just everyone fit if we had a, a normal amount of people out then that that those foot you know our blaster gordon probably jebison and uh sorry who's, who's the right wing back called again i forgot his name already Sai uh, sashdev sashdev um they they'd be absolutely nowhere near i don't think they'd be in the first you know, 16, 18, whatever it is. Um, Jefferson would probably be out on loan, wouldn't he? Jefferson would be out on loan, yeah. And our blaster probably would be as well. Mm. Uh, and Gordon should have been at Tramir. And not only does he play uh, in this game in a championship match, he plays it out of position because that's how mm. desperate we are. And I've seen some people, I think most people are on the same page, but I have seen people say, you can't blame injured. Oh, I've said it. <laughs> oh, that's it, I've lost. <laughs> what was that, like six minutes? Yeah, that's how far <laughs> I got, yeah. Oh, my. It's like, you see Sean Ryder running on the tier five Friday and told him not to swear. That's what it felt like for me. <laughs> you got about a minute in and stuff. <laughs> uh, Fantastic reference, love it. Yeah, and, and, uh, but yeah, I, I'm going to start saying it all the time now, sorry. <laughs> injury, injury, injury. Injury, injury, injury. But yeah, I think people say, I just think it's not about, because people say, look at the first 11. And I think Eckenbott did the right thing, by the way, by go, we didn't really have much option, but he focused on attack. And I think that's why it was so open in the first half, mm. because we it was end-to-end. And, and I thought we did everything that we probably could have in a tactical sense. I, I can't blame Eckenbottom at all for how we set up for that game. Unfortunately, Kadra had a really poor game. I thought McAtee was probably the best I've seen him. Brewster mm. got a goal. Doyle tires in the second half for whatever reason that may be but, but there were no no there were no coherency at all and to concede two offset pieces is really disappointing but again I, I it, it sounds really sort of stupid but like Eckenbottom said it was a really small team <laughs> and <laughs> I don't believe Egan I, again I might be sticking up for players here who don't deserve it Egan obviously goes down about two minutes before Stoke score and Jagielka beats him for the Ooh. header I'm wondering if he just is is thought I'm not going to risk this and I'm just going to try and put him off and it's backfired or he might have just been poor defending I'm not sure but that's the way I saw it. Yeah, I mean it was it was almost yeah it was definitely two two minutes later like the mm. absolute most wasn't it yeah I mean so we we put out this you know no risk team selection uh, which means that Bogle doesn't play because his knee is swollen up which yeah. 
uh, is alarming. Do you know, I love how they added. You said this. I love how they added it. Like uh, Sheffield United are still missing. Uh, Armin Odzic, uh, Sander Berger, Aldi McBurney. Oh, and by the way, Bogle's also injured again. What? Yeah. See you. Bye. <laughs> Bogle's done his knee. Like. Yeah. <laughs> see you next season um, but it does sound like that was sw- swelling and therefore mm. precautionary uh, which is what about I mean. a metal something like oh, he's, something to do with the metal bit in his knee you know like, what's, what, 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 what have our players become <laughs> <laughs> more machine now than man um, yes. Yeah. D- despite uh, despite playing it safe uh, we still lose McAtee in this game which I don't know they, they've reported this as cramp but Yes, he didn't look like cramp to me. He didn't, and I—I I, I mean, I'm no lip reader, but I, I swear he was saying it's a pull, it's a pull, like rather than it's I, cramp. A lot of people have like breathed a huge sigh of relief about the McAtee thing. We all know Eckingbottom's a liar. Um, <laughs> I'm not convinced that that was. I hope I'm wrong. Obviously, I hope he's 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 back fixed. I think it was his best performance for us. He faded in the second half, which I think is understandable. Mm. Uh, this is the other thing with the injuries. We, we're flogging people and we're making people... In an ideal world, McAtee plays 60 minutes in that game and then we replace him for yeah. Kadra or uh, McBurney or Bruce, whoever's on the bench. But these players have not played... that. Bruce had to come off because he's not played 90 minutes pretty much all season. And we're, we're having to replace these players with the likes of Jebison, who I think is... Uh, what I've seen from him so far, he's just not at this level yet. Um, I thought he was really poor when he came on, but then again, so was Billy Sharp, to be fair. Um, and, and we've just got not, no replacements for him. So they're having to, as we saw with Bogle, they're having to play far longer than we'd want them to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so when McAtee goes off, that's a, that was obviously uh, a blow for our chances to win this game or mm. get back into it. It's 2-1 down at this point. Uh, as you said, Egan goes down for a spell, which is like a you know huge intake of breath because... God only knows what happens if you if you remove that particular linchpin. Um, I was just laughing at that, but I was like laughing and and crying at the same time. <laughs> well, the, the one that had me in that state was Karen Gordon uh, in the second half, mm. where he someone lands on him and he stays down, and yeah. it just sort of hit me. I was like, I'm sat here, you know. How do you know you're in an injury crisis when you're sat here going, Oh my God, Karen Gordon's injured? Yeah, <laughs> I love Kevin, Kevin Gay said, uh, I'm, I'm not the best, I'm not as good as Webster of Total for Impressions, but he says, No, we can't have another injury. It's like, Well, we can and we will. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he he was okay. I think he he, he got up and uh, he played on for a while, didn't he? And then I, th- I think he came I off. I think for he was alright. Yeah, um, I yeah. think he struggled in this particular match personally because he's not a right back and he's playing at a level that he shouldn't really be at yet. And that's not a criticism of him; it's a fact. He should be at Tranmere. That's where he should be right now. <laughs> I thought he did alright. I mean, I, he did alright. Yeah, I think he struggled against a, a, a championship quality attack in what were it Dwight Gale and uh, that Fosu was very lively, Fosu, wasn't he? Yeah, the left, yeah. Fosu. I, like I say, I thought Stoke were pretty. I, I actually said, and maybe I'm going over the time. I didn't, see, I didn't see his beat ready, and I thought Stoke were arguably the second worst team I've seen us play this season, which might sound ridiculous given they won three one. But I, like I said, I think a, a good side would have absolutely tore us to pieces. And first off, we're pretty even. Second mm. off, we often puff without doing anything. And I do think the third goal, Rosh, Stoke deserved to win, but I don't think they played a, a team. I think that that squad would be. A, Probably in the relegation places this season, I think, if that were our squad all season. Yeah, we we had our moments, didn't we? So we mm-hmm. I, I, unfortunately it took me uh, some time to uh, get 
get a visual on this game. Yeah, you missed the McAtee <laughs> chance, yeah. I missed the McAtee chance, and uh, literally as I was, I was loading up the picture, um, Stoke had scored. I would love it, because uh, then you were saying, I can't get it to work, and you went, all right, I'm in. All right, we're losing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, at that point, I actually clicked confirm on uh, on the purchase, so... Uh, my finger was like hesitating over the left mouse button, but uh, I went ahead like the dedicated person I am. Um, not the best ten pounds I've ever spent, I've got to say, oh, but God, no. <laughs> such is life. That um, first twenty minutes was just. I I was texting Eggie at work. Obviously, we got, I got a match with, and uh, I was saying I have no idea if this is one 0 We're going to get hammered here, and I really did feel that twenty minutes we were all over the place. Mm. And credit to him, uh, they didn't. They they did come back, and I thought we had some good chances ourselves. So. Yeah, I mean, look, Karen Gordon has one cleared off the line. Yeah. Uh, Brewster scores a lovely, um, a lovely controlled volley uh, from McAtee's cross. Great bit of play mm-hmm. by him as well. Yeah. Um, and Jai hits the post. You know, it's, it would have been. Is that a turning point? Yeah, I mean, if we if we go two one up, I think we we have a great chance of. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, the game, we should mention they at the bar as well. It wasn't, you know. That, uh, yeah, that was after the Jai shot. Um, yeah. Which I, I just want to talk about. Njai quickly on yeah. this, this moment. Lovely play, lovely shot from Njai. Keeper's stranded. It hits the post. It rebounds back off the goalkeeper and very gently into his arms. And how many times do you see yeah. that when it comes back off the post, it ricochets in off the goalkeeper? I was, I was furious. I just, I just yeah. think, I don't know, we've just been uh, kicked in the groin repeatedly since the international break, basically. <laughs> Is and it, uh, the, that was another five, one. Sorry, the five margins that went our way. Uh, in the previous three games, because they were close games, have gone against us in these three, um, and uh, and I think the five margins would have gone in our favour. Had the thing is what, what at the moment is that we've not now just losing players who can help us because as I said last week, that Norwich fan, oh, they're not game changers these players, but they would be because played in the. But now we've lost Berger as well and mm. Arvid Odsic, who arguably are two best players. You, I think there's a, there's an argument to say that. Mm. So we're we're now we've now gone off from just losing sort of backup players or steady players to the big. I mean, I know you've got a couple of stats coming up, aren't you? About how important how important he is to us, and mm. I, yeah, I'm not surprised. And and people say you're making excuses. I've listened to a couple of neutral podcasts, not the top twenty and the second tier pod. They're saying the same as us. They say all you need to do to understand why Sheffield United are struggling is, is coming to look at the people they've got out. And I, I, I personally think it's as simple as that. And hopefully I'll be proved right when they come back, if they come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully. So, yeah, this uh, like you, I, I, you know, I thought in advance Stoke are quite a good opponent to have, uh, given yeah. the team we were going to have to put out. And, yeah, you know, if, you, if, if things broke slightly differently for us, we could easily have gone ahead despite not playing well for 20 minutes or so. And then... Yeah, who knows? Maybe we, uh, maybe we, you know, go into our shell and uh, see it out because we concede two goals from corners, or yeah, from corners, um, and then the third ones. Obviously, we just it's right at the death. We're trying to get back in the game, and we just sort of get get cut mm-hmm. open on the uh, on the counter. So yeah, I think I think if that enjoy shot goes in, then uh, we have a great chance of getting something out of it. But not to be, as you said, Fosu hits the bar, and then if you could, I, I guess if you could write the script on how this game could have gone badly conceding from basically Stokes first shot and then conceding with a corner like right at the end of the first half would have been to Phil Jagielka <laughs> to Phil Jagielka but that would have been in like the game script of like 
you know, what, what would just be a nightmare situation to deal with? Well, here's yeah. a goal, like, right, you, you basically start the game a goal down. It is. Uh, it's the sort of thing where you see Mark Goldbridge shouting scripted when he's playing FIFA, I think. I had to laugh when Jagielka scored, I, I, I've got to admit. He did celebrate, okay. in fairness to You him. didn't, know. Did you see that stat where he scored, uh, he's been involved in goals. What, what, let me get this stat right before I completely butcher this stat. Um <laughs> He has scored in Sheffield United games in his teens, 20s, 30s and 40s now. Oh, that is good. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, He's I would rather not He scored in his 40s against us. He scored in his <laughs> 30s against us when playing for us. That's his one goal, you know, against Leeds in the uh, behind closed door season. No, did he score an own goal in that Yeah, game? he scored an own goal in that. Otherwise, he'd have missed out the 30s because obviously he didn't score for us in his second spell. So uh, that goal, um, and then obviously, the, so he's, yeah, four decades, basically, of uh, wow. goals. Yeah, but uh, Egan's carrying that knock at this point, and uh, he doesn't he doesn't jump with Jagielka, just he, uh, he flicks it in off the post, uh, and Jai, obviously, his shot comes back off the post. That's um, it, and it is those five margins, and I, and I think with a, I think with a, I think with a real bench, uh, not for children. I think we. I think you were. I think I'm sure Ingrid Nick said this on his after the match review thing. I think this is right. We had eight players under 22 in the squad, which is remarkable, really. And I think with a, a normal looking bench, we could have probably even with everything that had gone against us. I think we could have really put some pressure on them. But we often puffed and we didn't create anywhere near enough. And our blaster did did some good things when he came on, but. I don't think he's quite ready yet at this level. Osborne, it, I tell you what, it was a bit of a moment having two left-footed people down the left-hand side. I was like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, novel, wasn't it? I don't. I said to you, I think he did okay, and I'm not sure if he did okay or not, or if he just like, hang on, he's not turning in to, to put a cross in because he's on on his normal side. It, uh, but he yeah, got involved. I'll give him that. He got involved in a, a few really poor crosses for him, to be completely honest, but. Mm. Again, just having that outlet of someone on the left. Norton Davies got forward far, far more once Osborne came on, which were big for us, I thought. And yeah, just the final true. ball were poor, and I thought Jebison and Sharp were really poor when they came on. Yeah. Uh, I should say Doyle hit a phenomenal strike mm. in the first half. At, uh, it was still 1-0 it was still down at that point. Uh, Bursic made a magnificent save, just like, yeah, I definitely feel a goal is coming with him, Doyle. Yeah. I think he is a classy player. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, and people are saying why? Why do we keep together. taking him off? And it's got to be fitness. It has to be fitness. And this is where the other thing comes in. In a, you know, a, you want Doyle to to get his fitness steadily up ninety minutes. I mean, I'm sure if Fleck were available, or even Kabaye or. Uh, or we could have moved McAtee back if we had enough players to play, you know, to, mm-hmm. to play elsewhere. He'd have probably only started two of these games and probably played the full 90. But while every building up his own fitness, obviously he's another one who's coming back from a long, long time out. Yeah, as well. he missed, missed pre-season, didn't he? Yeah, so he's not had a pre-season whatsoever. So this is, for me, I think Ekinbottom's probably doing the right thing by taking him off after an hour every match or whatever it is. Yeah. Can I can I give you a hot take? Hmm. I don't think we can use this match to uh, definitively say that Sheffield United cannot play a back four, which uh, no, I agree. Is, is how I, I feel sometimes. I agree completely. People keep saying, that's it. That If anyone wants to do a back four again, just look at that game. I don't think we can play a back four with Egan and Basham, I have to admit, as the two centre-halves. 
I think and Karen Gordon as well. And with Karen respect Gordon. to Karen Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'd like, I would like to. I mean, I, I think once everyone's back, you know, we do go back to the three. But I do think it's possible to play a back four with Anel or even Kieran Clark as one of the two centre backs with Egan. Yep, I think if it's Armand Ozic and uh, a real right back like Baldock, for example, yeah. uh, Norton Davis, then uh, well, I'd at least like to see it. I'm, I'm not ready to uh, throw this one in the bin just yet. Um, no, and, and this is the thing. I don't think I, I've seen a lot of people say that's it. It's the back. I don't think it's anything to do with a back four. I mean, we must be the only club in world football that can't play a back four if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, like the default formation. I can't remember. I think it was, might have been even Forest last night where they said, "Oh, they've changed to a back four or whatever it was," and I'm thinking. How could everyone can seem to do this? But when we do, it's like, no, 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 we could not do this. Like. <laughs> On Armand Odzic, uh, and I know that you know this because I said it already, but um, mm. yeah, it's, it's probably not a coincidence that all three of our defeats have come when uh, he's been out the side. So he's uh, he's missed four games. We've taken one point in those four games and conceded 60% of our total goals this season in those four games. If you look at games that he's not started in, because he came off the bench at Luton, I think he came on in the 84th minute, then it's it's two points from five games and 70% of our total goals conceded while he's off the pitch. Mm. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he's, he's like, you play him and he's an author, you know, we win the game. I'm not saying that. Mm. But clearly, he is a step above most of our other defenders. And yeah. uh, he's a big miss. He's a really big miss. I think you're spot on that he's one of our most important and certainly one of our most talented players. Yeah. And the uh, the sooner we can get him back without risking further damage to yeah. him, the better. I think that's going to make such a difference when well, he comes back. Well, I would love to have seen him being out and us having even Kieran Clark or Jackie mm. Longthrow fit because I think Basham, yeah. Egan... And Robinson, he's not the sort of defence I don't think that we'd we'd have, we'd, we'd want to go with all season. But I think it probably would have been good enough to beat Stoke or get a point at Stoke. But obviously we've had to mess around and shove everyone into different places. I think him being out massive. Don't get me wrong, he's, he's huge in both boxes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge for him. He's obviously a tall player, um, so he helps in, in corners and stuff. But I, I also think it's not out that we've had to replace him with either Kyron Gordon. Or, or Jaden Bogle playing left wing back. You know, we've not had a, we've not had any like for like replacements for him. Everyone's been shunted out to different positions, uh, whenever he's been out, including the first game even when Kieran Clark had to play right centre half. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, but I think that is a, a useful caveat for what I'm about to say next, just to uh, for balance, and that is getting a little bit worried about Basham. Mm. He's worried me a little bit since uh, yes. in the games he's played this season. He. Uh, I don't know. It, it, not not a spent force, but he looks. He doesn't look at the level he was uh, last season before he picked up his injury. I think he was. I would say for what maybe two thirds of last season, I would say he was our best defender. I thought yeah. he was uh, phenomenal. I mean, he obviously didn't start the season under Jukanovic, no. um, but then I think Jukanovic realised his error. And then obviously when Heckingbottom took over, we're back to a back three. Basham was in his proper position, and I thought he was really really good, but. I don't know. He's 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 getting pushed around a bit, I think. And I know, as you know, I wanted to address that caveat you said about people being in the wrong position. And mm. he's obviously playing as as part of a central two rather than his preferred one on the right. But yeah, he's. Uh, I almost don't want to agree with you because it's Basham and you and you. I don't want to agree with me. I think since he came back from injury last season, he's been pretty poor. To be honest, um, when he came mm. back from 
Um, he got absolutely torn apart. But uh, Forrest at home, I can't remember. There were one game where he got absolutely, and obviously the QPR. This, yeah, and look, I can forgive him. He's playing in a four. We all know he's not very good in the four in 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 this division at least. But yeah, I have been very very worried about him. I have to admit, um, and I'm hoping it's just a you know a bit of dropping form and. Yeah, I, I mate, he's father time catching up with him. I'm not sure, but he's. Uh... I mean, he is. Look, I mean, it's, you know, when we had this debate about Norwood, where it was like, it, it, you know, he looks like he's 36 years old. He's 30 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But Basham genuinely is. Yeah, what yeah. is he's 34? Yeah, Basham, this is. So yeah. that may be the mm. that may be a I thing. I mean. First half against Birmingham, I thought he did okay in getting us up the pitch. He was one of the few people yeah. in that first half who... But defensively, again, he, he would probably just fall for the goal. Um, it's defensively that worries me. It's like yeah, physic- physically just seeing him get pushed around a bit. Yeah, yeah. He made a couple of decent tackles in this game. I don't think he's been awful, but yeah, mm-hmm. he's not been the Chris Basham that we've seen for the past five seasons or wherever it's been. Yeah, that's it. It's a, it's a, slight, uh, a slight concern for me that I've got my eye on. It's not a... Yeah. It's not this guy is a disaster now. Please get him out of the team. It's uh, <laughs> mm, this is you know, just just. Um, pretty well, I'm glad we bought an uh, <laughs> Ellen. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, the second half, I think, uh, I think it was a bit of a waste of time. To be honest, um, yeah, there was a uh, a combined six shots from both sides in that second half. Uh, yeah. One of which was obviously Liam Delap's uh, tapping at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. We had three shots uh, trying to get back into the game, only one of which was closer than 25 yards. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a non-event, really, from, from both sides. Uh, we, as we said, had very little that we could do to change the game. Uh, and, yeah, I just, I kind of just enjoyed watching um, uh, Arblaster and Sashdev in particular. Yeah, just it, it, like in a, in a vacuum, like, you mm-hmm. know, just, just see how you, you guys do it. It sort of doesn't really matter what happens for the rest of the game. Like, you know... Get out there and good luck to you. And um, I, yeah, I was really frustrated at half time when Cosby conceded on the stroke of half time. I remember, like at half time, I was thinking, "You idiots! If you'd have just got in it, you know, at level, then anything can happen." In the second half, they probably start panicking and not want to home all season. But yeah, mm. as soon as the as soon as we came out for the second half, I, I just, I, I, you know, the first five minutes, ten minutes where we didn't create, I thought there's nothing on the bench to to change this, and we're not. And same as you, I was just looking at individual performances rather than the team effort. I completely conceded the game at half time. Yeah, which sounds terribly defeatist, but I think that's uh, I think that's the situation we're at until uh, <laughs> until real players return, which hopefully they will do this weekend because uh, we had a full week's rest. Yes. Uh, the next game is obviously not until Saturday. Um, and yeah, just to return to what I said right at the start. We're still top of the blooming championship. Ah, what a poor league. <laughs> I thought, the FL put their, uh, the table out and I put, sort your league out. We've only got six players and we, you've, we've still got us at top of the league. What's going on? <laughs> so Norwich lost at home to Preston, which is embarrassing. Like They actually conceded two did I watched three that goals. That, actually. Um, and Norwich did have a lot of chances, but it seems Preston just were very clinical for once in that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, QPR beat Reading, so there's another side that dropped points. I think Burnley drew again, did they? No, they won't actually. Won they won, very they? tight games, though. Burnley are in. They're going to be, I, unless they improve, I think they'll be dropping. They'll be drawing a lot of games that they should win, I think, what we've seen so far. Yeah, but um, yeah, teams did not take advantage of what I hope will be a mini slump in form. Um, 
any any other comments on Stoke particularly or no? Uh, I, it's just like I said, I, I went into the game with very low expectations, and uh, it only got worse when <laughs> when I saw uh, the, the the actual team announced. Uh, probably worse than I thought actually. The team that got announced. I remember hmm. we were talking about oh, if Fanel's fit, and you know Bogle can do sixty minutes, and then obviously they're both completely out of the squad and. And yeah. you've got Karen going at right back, and yeah, um, I, I think it, 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 like I say, this week for me, I might be wrong, I and mean, maybe we've just, we maybe the the confidence has gone, and we've hit a, a slump and and what have you. But I do think everything this week can be completely put down to the players we've had missing, because I don't think any club in even Man City take thirteen players out of their squad. I remember when Liverpool, do you remember uh, the season after they won the league, and I think the. They started off, they got enamoured by Villa and they had loads of players out. No one can cope with the sort of players that we've got out. And the the main thing for me, Eckingbottom's interviews, like I said last week, are becoming more nerve-wracking than the matches because <laughs> I want to know who's back and, I want, and, you know, we could be in for another surprise. I mean, you wouldn't be surprised, would you, on Saturday if it turns out that Egan's out? Like, oh, Egan got a knock in the wheel. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that, you, you sent me the, uh, I think it was Adam Oxley who reported the uh, McAtee is only cramp. And mm. my my initial reaction was like, well, you know, I'm going to hold my uh, hold my judgment on that until two o'clock on Saturday. And then we'll, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> we'll see yeah, who's yeah, fitting yeah. in the squad and, and starting the game. But... We have Blackpool on Saturday. Who? Mm. Uh, so I don't. Know, I don't think we have this in this country. But in American football, they have the concept of a uh, a get right game, which is yes. basically you've had a slump. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious, but you've had a slump, and then you've got an opponent coming up that you should be able to deal with, even mm. with the stuff that's going wrong. Blackpool is a get right game. We we yeah. have to win this game, basically. I, and I almost don't care how well we play. It's important that we just take care of it and win the game. Um, they are a side we obviously ran a foul of last season. Mm. They uh, took four points off us, despite us playing well-ish in the home game. Yeah, yeah. I thought. I, I remember us starting that game really well, first 20 minutes, and then we just sort of lost control and they scored a fantastic goal. Mm. And then we obviously had that absurdly disallowed goal in the away game as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they gave us problems last season. They don't have Josh Bowler anymore because he's been signed by Forrest and immediately loaned out to Olympiacos, I think, or some nonsense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, these are uh, – they're probably – I mean, where are these in the league? They are down at the bottom, right? They're yeah, like they were fourth from bottom, but they obviously beat Watford on Saturday, which is a fantastic result for them. That was their first win in six games, I think. Hmm. Yeah. I think they're I think they're probably slightly better than their league position suggests, but not yeah. by very much. A bit a bit like Stoke, really, just like <laughs> a middling to lower middling championship team. Uh very they're they're a decent set piece team. They they're fourth for a number of set piece shots. They're very direct, like um like Millwall and Luton. Defence is bad though. The third worst open play XG against mm-hmm. and the second worst Set play, set play XG mm. against. Um, yeah, it, it's a team that we should be. Yeah. to be perfectly and honest. And the Highland Harlands back as a credit to Berlin Blade for that. Um, fantastic <laughs> name for him. Uh, so hopefully he can get on the end of some uh, set pieces. <laughs> yeah, uh, that being McBurney, of course. Yes, that's McBurney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that that is one name we know for sure will be back because obviously he missed uh, Stoke with a suspension. Mm. Uh, so yeah, unless there's some uh, mishap we're unaware of. He will be available to what start would you this do, game. By but... the way, because I think I don't know how true this is, but someone who posted us two 
Baxman Billy, we mentioned him before, seems to know a bit. He seems to think Berger's going to be out for at least a month. Um, mm. I personally would probably play Brewster and McBurney with and die behind, um, especially in a game like this when you're at home and you're expecting to, to win. I'd go, I'd go and jive McBurney. You really like players. Yeah. Uh, two best strikers, yeah. What, uh, I could see if he's fit. In midfield. Yeah, yeah, if he's yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I can, I can take that. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, I've no idea <laughs> in midfield. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But Kadra, player, but Kadra were appalling. <laughs> One of the worst performances I've seen for all. Well, I won't say for a long time, but probably the worst individual <laughs> performance this season. I think from any player, to be honest. That's a bold shout, but uh, I, I really, it, it wasn't good. I don't think he did anything right. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, yeah, I was, I was hoping to see more from him in this, you know, a, a proper opportunity. I guess I know he's playing kind of out of position. I think he can be used as a striker there yeah, or a forward yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, Gary Medine is coming to town, which great uh, stuff. Is always, I guess, is always a concern. I, I don't feel like he scored against us since he left us. Am I forgetting one? No, I don't think so. Now, because obviously, well, we've we've only played one, we? Yeah, but we. Came up against us at Cardiff and didn't, yeah, because he only scored one goal for them, I think. And then, yeah, he hasn't scored for us now. The last one would have been Bolton, I think, under Wilder. Yeah, I feel like he was really good against us last season. Maybe yeah, he did have a game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was traditionally given us problems, and that would be my bit of a red flag if. Uh, you know, let's see. Let's see how Basham gets on if uh, Medina's well, going. The last target. away game as well in the first half. He won two headers against Egan, which Egan probably should have done better with. And yeah, I, I do, we do definitely struggle more, in my opinion, which is weird because everyone talks about the ball over the top being the big concern. I think we struggle with bigger strikers than we do with small, nimble ones. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, hopefully, Bogle will be back if we've just been precautionary with him. Hopefully, mm-hmm. Ahmed Odzic back. Uh, who else is in the mix as a possible return? Well, Osborne will have had a week in training, you would have thought. I think Flag's back on the grass, and I think Jackie Longthrow's back on the grass. So, yeah, I, uh, I really, I mean, I, I said this for the Stoke game. I think if you put, if you drop Armad Odzic and Bogle into this team, yeah, yeah, just miles we'll, better. It, it will make such a difference because mm. a we can go back to the preferred formation. But B, we can have a, a real left wing back and a yeah. real right wing back in Norton Davis and Bogle. Um, actually, Bulldog's probably not far away, right? Well, hopefully. I mean, who, know, who knows? Who knows? Well, no, Kieran right, Clark yeah. are coming back the week after the Millwall game, and he's just disappeared. So. <laughs> you make a good point. Um, but yeah, this is really we do have to win this game. I think there's a there is a bit of pressure on us. I think to, yeah, to win this one. Having I know we're still top of the league and stuff, and I, I don't like this. You know, the season's on the line. You you know, this, this, we have to win this game to in with a shout promotion but um yeah we, we we can't we can't keep dropping points basically we We're have an unbelievably know. tough run coming up after the next two i mean obviously we've got coventry away uh blackpool at home and then we've got norwich west brom bristol city away burnley so we could mm. do with picking up some points because you know if if we if they carry on with the injuries and stuff that we've had there uh, so far then they're they're going to be four unbelievably tough games to get points out of. So yeah, we could really, really, really do with a win on Saturday. Yeah, I, I sort of hadn't clocked that Norwich game is uh, the week after next. Yeah, mm, uh, yeah, two two home, two Saturday home games in a row. Yeah, oh, I'm not, uh, that that's that's one to look forward to definitely. I'm almost, <laughs> I don't know, I just uh, I I could see this being an edgy, frustrating game uh, against Blackpool. Not not that they're the sort of team that particularly. 
uh, will do that. Although I imagine they will play it like yeah. Birmingham played it. And uh, yeah, hopefully we have some uh, some of our first choice players back, and we just see a performance much closer to uh, to you know what a championship leading side should be able to yep. put out. Um, final thing that I wanted to bring up this week. It's finally happened. Steve Bruce finally booted out <laughs> West Prom. Uh, much to my disappointment, I've yeah, got to yeah. say, because presumably they will hire a real manager now. Um, yeah, couldn't they? I mean, favourite. I think he was, yeah. They won one of 13 this season. That is, I mean, that yeah. should be career ending for Bruce, who I think is nearing you know his career regardless. I don't know. He might pop, I can really see him popping up somewhere like, I don't know, Cardiff or something. <laughs> With that squad, I, I mean, I still can't believe they retained him over the summer and then, mm. you know, gave him the, the checkbook, essentially. But, yeah, I I think they'll start to climb the league, West Brom. I feel like we did this, you know, I, I think you particularly made the case. I did, and yeah. It's going exactly you had him as a promotion said. team, didn't you? Yeah, I thought they'd attacked him by now, to be honest. I said they'd probably start uh, slowly under Bruce and go on a, a real, like, Nottingham Forest-style run. I'm just looking, actually, now. Sean Dyche's favourite and then Liam Richardson at Wigan. Mm, interesting. Uh, but not Chris Wilder then. He's, uh... Chris Wilder's gone down to sixth favourite. He's behind Carlos, whatever he's called. You know the Exodus film man. Oh, Colburn. Colburn, uh, Roy Keane, and Scott Parker, who I completely forgot existed. <laughs> oh, do you know what? That would annoy me no end if Scott Parker goes into that. <laughs> so what is going on here? Why, why do people keep handing him like? One of the best squads in the championship every time. Two what promotions, mate. It? Two promotions in two seasons. With the best for that squads man. in the championship. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> we oh. should get him in then. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. Yeah, heck, heck yeah, out after this disastrous week. No, Slav no. is in the running. I mean, he's not, obviously not going to get it, but he's uh, he's about fourth. Eh, sorry, about uh, eight favourite. <laughs> uh, anyway, there he goes. Steve Bruce is uh, is, is finally departed that West Brom job. So yeah, there's there's two I just want to mention there's two promotion favourites, them two Borough and West Brom, they're down there in twenty first and twenty second. Um have Middlesbrough got a new manager yet if I missed that? No, Carrick favourite, uh, strongly linked, but um no, not nothing confirmed yet. Weird that they're taking so long. But um yeah, those two sides are probably gonna climb the league. Uh, at some point, because I do think yeah. they have good squads, particularly West Brom. But, at least we um, play Middlesbrough away. Um, obviously, we've not played West yeah. Brom yet, which is unfortunate. But yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been nice. Lee Catamol, um, third favorite for the Borough job. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's it. I've got a load of less interesting to me stats for uh, for Blackpool. Um, although I will say, actually, just uh, opt to do like this. They do a zones of control map basically, which is yeah. It shows it shows where on the pitch teams are touch touch yeah. the ball more than yeah, their yeah. opponents. Uh, and Blackpool seem to have a big hole on the right side of their defence, so they allow a lot of touches for the opposition in that area. Uh, so but that'd look, be another. We've got one, we've got one fit left left <laughs> <five> player. <so. laughs> That's what I mean. If you can get Ahmed Odzic and Bogle back and put Noreen Davis on the left side with. With McAtee potentially, yeah. or yeah, Osborne left midfield. That could be uh, could be an area to target. Mm. So uh, yeah, watch out for that one. Norrington Davis, uh, first goal of the season on Saturday. Get some get some dosh on that. That's Just want to before cause this. Obviously, you sent me the uh, article by Nathan Hemingham Hemingway, and um, about Eki Martin saying we've not trained for seven weeks. I mean, I, I think he's 
I train think, properly, I yeah. Think, I don't, right? Or like, like to the way that he would like. To yeah, train. yeah, yeah. I don't think he means like they've just been sat at home. But <laughs> I mean that. I mean, every, he says all the tactics and stuff have been done via video, and yeah, I, you can sort of see why why things are going a bit wrong. Yeah, it's been like uh, individual, like individual focus training, hasn't it? Rather than uh, you know teams like actually li- lined up, yeah. presumably doing like. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. You know, team team drills, formations, and stuff like that, and mm. yeah, kicking each other, um, which is probably for the best. But yeah, seven weeks is a long time. That's like the whole season so far. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just because obviously he said he can't protect players as well. Um, he did say obviously someone tagged us in it about him saying him saying uh, he's going to force some people back into training this week. But I don't think he meant that literally. Well, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really. I don't know. I find it hard to care too much about specific wordings that managers yeah, use yeah, yeah. when they like put on the spot about stuff. I'm sure he's not really thinking about choosing his words carefully for people to pick over. Um, and as I say, at this stage, I'll just see what uh, what is published at 2 p.m. on social media on yeah. Saturday, and uh, and we'll go from there. But at least we know we've got a big number nine back in the team. Yes. Uh, Hopefully, assuming no. Uh, <laughs> no to be honest, I think he struggled in the last couple of games, and he probably could have done with yeah. a break. I think, uh, and that, that might have done him good. Yeah, you are. are I've heard people right. say as well that he, um, oh yeah, I think he only got uh, booked because he then he, he knew he weren't going to miss one of the big games like Norwich. Because I don't think Nick Burney thinks like that, but we'll just... <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to side with you on that one. I think. Um, Let's let's finish there, mate. What uh, what what do you want to plug before we get out of here? Uh, got the view from Stoke, where I was really unreasonably upset with them for not realising they didn't actually be the real Sheffield United. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, "What a win against one of the promotion contenders! This is this is could change our season." It's like, it, but you said it was very much uh, Michael Owen. Um, well done, he's, he's thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were really happy, which I understand. I don't expect other clubs to to understand what we're going through at the moment, and they just look at the league and think we beat top of the league. Um, mm. And I'll have the Blackpool one out on Friday, and mainly CBBC CITVs in the can being recorded yes. so that should be out very very soon looking forward to it so yeah that's Roy's view from .com for the views and uh, living with Maidley is the podcast and uh, yeah the Blades back at Bramall Lane on Saturday hopefully uh, a better result than we've endured in the last uh, what seven days of, of well ten days I suppose at this point but those last three matches anyway um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to see us score some more goals, mate, uh, with yeah. my own eyes. So uh, hopefully that will occur against Blackpool on Saturday. Reet, I will uh, I will see you there. Liam's coming down as well, I believe, of, of living with Maidley fame. Undefeated and, uh, this season, Liam. I mean, we've only lost one, but <laughs> I'm taking everything I can get. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. All right, mate, thanks for your time. I'll, uh, I'll see you Saturday. Yeah, see you later, mate.